Hello, and welcome to the Applicant Podcast. I'm Rebecca Tripp, and on this podcast, we talk about education, immigration, and the law. Um, I thought for the first episode, it would be good to just quickly introduce myself, tell you a little bit about who I am, what I currently do, and why I'm starting this podcast. Um, <clears throat> so regarding my education, um, when I, starting from the very beginning, when I was in high school, um, I did not know what I wanted to do after high school graduation. Um, I wanted to go to university and I wanted to get a degree in history, but I just didn't know um, where my career would be after university graduation. I didn't wanna be a teacher and I really couldn't justify paying tuition um, and that, that huge price tag if I didn't know what career or job I wanted afterwards. So I ended up taking four years off between high school and my first day of post-secondary um, to figure it out. And there was a couple of things that helped me pull the trigger in deciding to, you know, take the leap into post-secondary education. Um, so for one, I found the general arts and science transfer program at Fleming college. Um, essentially you do one year of college, you get five credits towards Trent university and you essentially complete your first year of university, but at, um, college and you pay college tuition. I really like that idea because I wasn't um, entirely confident with my choice of going to university. And so I thought if I do college and I, I tried it for a year, at least I can finish the year off with a certificate. Um, and then if I decided to, to go another path, at least I had that certificate. Um, another reason why I decided to uh, go back to school was that I found that I found out that not all university programs are four year um, program you can do a three year so an honors four years um, is basically what you would do if you want to get your master's afterwards go to law school afterwards um, and again I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do after graduation so I was okay with doing just a general degree which is only three years um, and then at least I would have a, a BA um, and another reason I guess the last reason why I decided to pull the trigger was that I found out about double majoring so while what I thought a degree in history wouldn't help me get a job. Um, I thought maybe if I double majored, it would make me um, a bit more diverse. It might make my resume a bit more unique and that would help me get a job and whatever job I want to get after <laughs> university. Um, so I did the general arts and science program and I had to take sociology as one of the classes. And one of the last units was um, international development studies. And that course that unit really piqued my interest. Um, I thought it complemented history well. Um, it had a little bit of everything, um, politics, governance, um, even gender studies. And I just, I really enjoyed it. So I, that's why I ended up double majoring in. Um, I then went on to Trent University and my first day at Trent was actually my, my second year in university. So my first day on campus, I was taking second year and third year classes. 
Um, it was while I was at Trent, I found um, immigration law. And that was something that I found really interesting. I have a bit of a travel bug and um, I do really enjoy working in like office spaces and administrative um, roles. And I thought that would be a really good fit for, for my interest and in what I want to do with my career. Um, so after graduation, I went to UBC, their immigration consultant program. Um, I think it took like a semester off and then I went into UBC and I quickly learned that I really didn't know anything about the law. Um, I had taken global migration, I had taken law rights and development, and those are all very like theoretical courses, but um, UBC's international um, or UBC's immigration consultant program is very practical um, and you're really working with the the act and the regulations. So I learned within the couple, first couple of weeks um, that I really did not know anything about the law and I'm usually very comfortable in the classroom. I really enjoy school um, and I was just feeling so out of place and unsure with with what I was doing and I was I was scared about my success in the program. Um, so I got online and I went back to my first college, Fleming College, and found that they had a paralegal program with a, uh, a class on immigration law. Um, though it was just one course, I was like, okay, at least this program will give me the foundation that I need in order to succeed in immigration law, um, understanding legal research and other areas of law. And at least there's one course that's immigration law, so I'll be able to touch it. So I finished the semester at UBC and dropped out and quickly enrolled in the paralegal program. Um, and within the first couple of weeks, I realized that not only had I made the right choice, but I was getting the foundation that I needed. Um, I was getting that um, hands-on experience and really understanding, um, you know, what is the law and what are all the elements of law and what is legal research and how do you even dive into that? Um, so I really enjoyed the program. Another um, kind of side note with Fleming College is that they actually have a dual diploma program. Um, so I enrolled in the paralegal program and for one extra semester, I got a law clerk diploma as well. So within um, four semesters, I was able to skip the first semester because I was a university grad. Um, so within four semesters, I had two diplomas. So that was an amazing experience. Um, and that's how I found the paralegal profession. Um, <clears throat> so I graduated, um, or I guess before graduation, part of the paralegal program and becoming a licensed paralegal, you have to complete 120 hours um, under a licensee to get practical experience. So I really wanted to work in immigration law. So I ended up getting a internship at a multinational immigration law office in Toronto. <clears throat> I did my placement there. I really enjoyed my time there and they offered me a full-time job. So I ended up moving to Toronto and I worked there for a year and I got my hands on so many immigration applications and I really enjoyed the work. Um, unfortunately, I was only there for a year and, and there is a couple of reasons for that, but essentially I just realized that that firm wasn't for me, Toronto wasn't for me, and I 
was realizing that as a new grad, I was niching down too quickly. Um, you learn all this material and all these different areas of law when you're in school. And then to just jump into one area of law, I felt like I was kind of becoming rusty on all those other areas. Um, <clears throat> so I ended up leaving Toronto and I got a job as a, in his paralegal at a startup um, in, in my town of Peterborough. And I absolutely loved that job. Um, I was able to touch employment law, immigration, um, IP governance, and I was able to work with the CEO. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that job. I was able to just touch so many things and I ended up becoming the lead of legal, um, for that company. Pandemic hit, <laughs> um, and like so many other people, I found myself unemployed. Um, and while I was at the startup, um, I ended up taking night classes and re-enrolling into the immigration consultant program um, because that was something that I wanted to complete and I was able to do it on a part-time basis. So when the pandemic hit and I found myself unemployed, I was in my final semester. Um, so I, I wasn't uh, an immigration consultant yet, but I was in my final classes and getting ready for the exam. Um, so I found myself unemployed and I was looking at all these different options of like, you know, what do I do next? And I decided to take the leap and not become an employee anymore, but become self-employed. Um, I thought now is the perfect time to give this a try. I have severance, a severance package kind of cushioning the, the risk of being a newly self-employed individual. And I just took the leap. So I started freelancing um, as a paralegal, helping other immigration lawyers, immigration consultants with their practices. Um, because I wasn't able to provide legal services, I thought this was a great opportunity to work with many different law firms and be able to see um, how legal representatives practice and, and to get my hands into the applications again and be able to work in the industry again. Um, I'm really happy I made that choice and I ended up freelancing for a full year before I actually ended up getting my um, accreditation to be an immigration consultant. It took much longer than I thought it would. Um, I finished classes August of 2020, wrote my exam February 2021, and I ended up not getting my letter of authorization until July 2021. So it was almost a full year. Um, so again, I'm, I'm very grateful and I feel kind of lucky that I decided to take the leap into freelancing because um, I did it for much longer than, than I thought I would. Um, so I got my letter of authorization. I decided to rebrand and then I launched, relaunched my business, um, which is now called the Immigration and Paralegal Law Office of Rebecca B. Tripp. Um, I still do my freelancing work, but I now call it legal outsourcing. And essentially I provide B2B work. So I work um, with other law firms, helping them with their practice. And then I also do B2C work directly to the public. Um, I help individuals with their immigration applications. I provide um, immigration coaching. So helping individuals who want to handle their cases on their own um, or their application on their own, but they just want a little extra support. Um, 
Um, and I also provide a bit of unbundled paralegal services as well. So that information is all on my website. Um, I won't go into too much detail about what I'm, I'm currently doing, but that's, that's now my business. Um, so moving forward, um, the reason why I wanted to start this podcast um, is twofold. Firstly, I want to be able to create credibility and awareness to the immigration consultant and paralegal professions. A lot of people think that if you need legal representation, the only option is to hire a lawyer, and that's just not the case. There are so many other options out there, um, and I'm hoping that this this podcast can um, create um, awareness of all these different options that you have. Um, Secondly, I know from personal experience how difficult it can be to take the leap into post-secondary education. And so I want to have those conversations about how do you apply for school? How do you know what school to go to or what program to take? Um, and just kind of have this, this open conversation about that uh, decision process when you're a young adult, or even if you're going into a school as a mature student um, and taking on a second career. Um, so the episode is called The Applicant because I really want to touch on all the elements of uh, becoming an applicant and how to be a successful applicant. So whether you're applying for school, for graduation, um, a new job, applying for a study permit or citizenship, I want to have those conversations. So if you're still listening to the end of this episode, thank you so much for the support um, and welcome to the Applicant Podcast. And I hope you really enjoy these episodes.